Welcome to Paddle Smash Academy. And we are all things paddle. Hello everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Paddle Smash Academy. Today we're having someone very, very special. This special person uh, is being said that he has superhuman power. He's like the superman of paddle. His strength is unbelievable. Please let me introduce you, Nico Clerk. Wow, what an introduction. <laughs> I'm already sweating before I even start talking about the, the questions and answers. Wow, thank well, you. Thank well, you Nico, let, let us know who's Nico Clerk. Where you come from, what you do, a little bit of everything. <sighs> Great question. Who is Nico Clerk? Nico Clerk ha has been a passionate um, tennis player for the past 30 plus years. I'm not going to reveal my age because I just turned <laughs> a higher age a couple of days ago, but 30 plus years of tennis. And just the last year, Nico has transformed into this huge paddle enthusiast, oh. um, huge advocate. His it's like even my wife tells me, Nico, before paddle, you've been Nico for, you know, we've known each other for 14 years. And before you're like, OK, the same old Nico. And like for the past year, she's like, who are you? <laughs> this is unbelievable. Good. So, yeah. So where, uh, tell us where you're originally from. Originally from Buenos Aires, Argentina. OK. And you grew up playing paddle tennis or, or both or one? Tennis, 100% tennis, um, here and there paddle because uh, paddle was pretty big in, in Argentina in the 90s. Um, and, you know, my father was, was the one that introduced, you know, all my family to paddle. So that's where my love for paddle started. So, so you originally played, your racket sport was tennis, yes. right? Originally. Yes. So uh, at what point did you play that in Argentina? Played that in Argentina and so, in college. So at what point did you... Um, uh, I mean, did you always know there was paddle there and you just didn't play because it was tennis or when were you introduced to paddle or how did that happen? And then was that in Argentina or was that in here? Um, so I stuck with tennis just because I wanted to go to the U.S. Uh, we were living in Argentina. I was I wanted to go to the U.S. for for tennis. And the only way for me to attend the university was with a scholarship in in uh, in tennis. So my father strictly said, Nico, dedicate, you know, your life to, to tennis now if you want to get a scholarship in the U.S. And that's what I did. And then after college at 23, 24, I just stuck with tennis because I loved it. I was passionate. Um, I never really wanted to play professionally just because my father at 14, he grabbed me and said, Nico, what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to do you want to be a professional tennis player or do you just want to go to college? Because I was dedicating myself, you know, six, seven hours a day okay. to tennis from like eight to one and then one to seven or eight, just just tennis. And then he grabbed me and he said, OK, if you just want to go to college, OK, you can do three times. A week. Wow. Now, did you see while you're playing tennis, did you see other people play paddle? And did you ever like, yes, were interested in saying, I, I want to try that? Or did yes. your friends play and like you really couldn't play or did you sneak out and play once in a while? No. So growing up, um, my father had a, uh, a tennis club where we had a paddle. So, you know, I, I used to see him and my older brothers, you know, they're like seven, eight years old and we play a little bit just for fun and they're friends. Um, but I was always too little to go play with them, you know? Yeah. So, so it was always like, I want to play, I want to play, I want to play. And then I really never got the chance to. What's a la orqueta? La orqueta. Okay. La orqueta. Yes. yes, exactly. And, and your dad was a very good friend of, of, uh, Alela, yeah. Alela Saigues, which was, uh, intern I mean, a legend in paddle back in Argentina in the nineties and all that. So. Yes. Yeah. 
And I think he played in your in your dad's club. Yes. Norqueta. Yes. He played that. Yeah. So now do you play the left or the right? So I'm Enjoy lefty. That. So oh, the okay. right side so, is like 100% mine. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, so you must have a line of people wanting to play with you. Because most uh, <laughs> people are righty and they want to play left, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it always gets complicated, you know, whose ball is in the middle. So <laughs> right, you're fighting, it gets, it gets you're fighting. tricky because you have bo- both forehands in the middle. Yeah, but let me tell you, his strength and power, I mean, he can hit that ball by three and by four like it's... it's like it's a baby's yeah, yeah, shot yeah. coming know? from uh, the te- coming from tennis a lot of tennis players they typically have a pretty good smash yeah. you know I yeah. mean, uh, um, we, we lack the baseline we, the back we, wall we make the up, corners we make up by the net so uh, how how long did it take you to transition to paddle and, and where did you start playing paddle was it here um it was here 100 percent here so how did that um, happen how I'm were still you transitioning oh, you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm like i'm probably 30 percent wow to being 100 percent at what i really want to be at so how long have you been playing paddle for so i actually started playing while i was living in new york okay um last year at uh this place in in williamsburg called paddle house paddle house it's the only only it only the only place. place i was there when i first opened yeah, exactly yeah. um and i was living in connecticut okay. um, in stanford connecticut and I was, you know, waking up at 530 in the morning and just going to play with, you know, all the guys at Paddle House. And then my wife one day said, Nico, what are you doing? You're waking up at 530 in the morning. You're driving an hour and a half. You're paying $50 for valet parking. You're, you know, spending. expenses for, man. And then all of a sudden you're coming home at nine o'clock in the morning or 10. You're showering, you're going back to work till yeah. like 8, 9 p.m. You're coming back home, you're doing this like three times a week. What are you doing? Wow. <laughs> And then after a couple of months of doing that, she's like, okay, do you really want to play paddle? And I go, yes. Okay, let's move down to Miami. (laughs) Just for paddle? Just for paddle. Oh, my God. That's that's crazy. That's amazing, dude. Oh, my God. You're our hero, bro. (laughs) Just for paddle. So So, so you were introduced to paddle there. Well, I mean, you already knew it, but that's when you just first started. What made you say, okay, let let me, because you were playing tennis there in New York. Yes. Yes. So what gave you that kind of push? Okay, let me go play. Um, I the friends feel like or? at the, um, yes, the friends, but also the drive, you know, coming from very competitive college phase, I like after college, I lost that competitive inside of me. So like when I went to play, let's say like these USDA opens, I never really felt that I had that passion behind it, you know, mm. and I kind of lost it. You know, I was the, the head of a country club in Connecticut and it was just like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's this it got really re- repetitive and then my passion for being competitive just came right back nice. the second that i touched the paddle and yeah. you know the second time that i played in new york it was the halloween party at paddle house which i won oh, <laughs> and i was like i think i saw yeah i saw that yeah and i was like wow what is this sport this is <laughs> unbelievable the sensation that you have when you hit every single ball is just like unreal so now what is kind of like the the beginning or what was your transition you know what were the things that you were able to use in tennis and what are the things that you're still working on now um because because at the first you're playing tennis in the paddle court you know so where's your transition right now and what are the areas that you're still working on um 100 back back walls the back walls uh, 100 the defense you know paddle you you know you ask fernando velasteguin how are you so good Defense. Defense, yeah. Defense, the labs defense, and all that. Right, 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 right. But actually, you know what really, what sport really helped me in transition from tennis to paddle was platform tennis. So you play a little platform tennis in Connecticut. I'm from originally from Connecticut as well. Okay. In Farmington, they have the platform tennis. is really okay. great there. I'm sure in Grand yep. as well. Yeah. 
So you played that prior to playing paddle? I played that prior, which made me realize that you have to be a little bit more strategic with a smaller court, mm. with a smaller surface of a uh, playing surface. Um, so that kind of helped me, you know, develop the, the patience, which I really don't have a lot right yeah, now. Yeah. But like, imagine what I don't have right now, what I used to be before platform tennis. So I think that sport really did help me a little bit. And let me ask one thing. So now you're comparing two very similar sports, similar names and all that why you didn't have that passion for platform tennis and why paddle because you you started to play platform tennis and then you you somebody introduced you to paddle and you went crazy with it why not platform tennis because you have to be way too patient in platform tennis you know okay. like each point can take two to three minutes you're kidding me. where no. if you hit it hard the ball always comes back to you okay you know it's, it's actually not um, good to hit it really hard in platform tennis. And oh. then I got, I lost my patience and then, you know. Start cursing. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> not cursing. Just like, you know, not, not going with the right ball direction. And, but then in pad, I'm like, I found myself, okay, now I can hit it really hard and actually yeah, win yeah. a point. Because in platform, you can't take the ball out, right? No. You so lose, you lose and then the you can't hit the, yeah, and you can't hit right before the, the fence. You can't, you have to stay within the lines, right? So exactly. And yeah. then you have the you only one serve gotcha. instead of two, two and underhand. So like, you know, my shoulders started to hurt and the ball is very, very hard. So if you're yeah. at the net and you get hit, it's not fun because you also play in the winter. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. So you're looking like a Michelin <laughs> a tire, a, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Excellent. it's just like, Good. I didn't have the drive because of that. That's you know, gotcha. it was way too cold. <laughs> LA Beats, it's one of the PPL uh, teams that uh, started in the beginning. So it's it was, I think they made it to the finals, right? No, we were dis disqualified before the... Um, okay, yeah. but it was one of the top teams. They have mega superstars yes. besides we you. Severadone, yeah. Luis Estrada, yeah. Good. So tell us how the, that whole thing started. So it started actually because of the coach that was at Paddle House, uh, Diego Salazar. Okay. He was a paddle house um, and then the LA beat got him as a coach. And then he asked me, hey, Nico, like, this is what's going on. This is what the LA beat are trying to do. This is what the PPL is trying to do. Would you be interested in, you know, playing for the PPL? And I go, yeah, sure. This didn't mean that I was, you know, going to get selected by them. Like he said, hey, like, you should go into the draft and see what happens. Um, you know, like more than 500 people went to the draft and all of a sudden I'm teaching and at 2.30, I get a phone call from Diego and I said, Nico, I want to officially welcome you to the LAB. And I go, what does this mean? <laughs> Give me five right there, I, baby. Love it. LA beats. I said, I'll call you later. You tell me everything. But yeah, no, that was fun. And then, you know, in Tampa, we had a great time. Um, unfortunately, I was only able to go, you know, the first weekend for the opening ceremony. Okay. And then, you know, work schedule and other things gotcha. didn't allow me to go the next weekend. But, you know, those first uh, three, four days are just unbelievable. The atmosphere Great. and and the future that PPL has and, and Pal has. Did you get to play? I got to practice. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And who makes the decision on who was playing and who was that was a coach? That was a coach, but you know, having Seba Nerone. Yeah. You know, right. number one in the world for <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 10, 15 years and having Luis Estrada, which is number one in the US, yeah. you know, it's just like, it's very hard to compete against those guys. But you know, like it, the first couple of practices is you're in there with them and you start to see their their game and their strategy and what they tell you, which is, you know, for me, the most valuable thing. 
because I'm yeah. still trying to learn how to do right. all this. So. And, and tell us a little bit what was your experience because you know we interview quite a few players um, in Tampa. What what was your feeling at the club? I know we had some good and bads, and and what was the entire feel of you and the players? Tell us a little bit about that, those details. Um, so you know. When you always start something new, it's always hard, especially in a, in a new sport in a country that is not developed 100%. Um, so you're always going to have those challenges of things going wrong. Um, but the positive thing is like you have so many opportunities to grow and to and things to do better that every neg negative thing that was about it, hopefully whoever's yes. organizing and behind it, can take that into a positive to make um, the second the, round improved it. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it was fun. I mean, the, the venue is unbelievable. That tennis, um, I forgot the name of it now. Sarah Vanderberg. Uh, yeah. 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 We have a not really nice setup. We we took the center tennis court. We put in uh, you know that very very nice paddle court, and uh, it was good. It was a very nice experience. Good. Excellent. Um, so now tell us. I know we've been following you on Instagram. You've been winning quite a few tournaments in the past few years. No, in the past, no. uh, so why don't you just, just talk one? About, oh. Just one. <laughs> just one. That's because there's like 20 posts of that. <laughs> exactly. Everybody just reposted. He's like, Nico finally got one. So, so, <laughs> so what, what tournaments do you play uh, through the year? So I try to play most uh, USPA tournaments. Okay. Um, but that's just because, you know, I was in New York and there wasn't really anything going on. But now here in Miami, you have different tournament, not just from the USPA, but just like all these different leagues happening. So I'm, you know, going to starting to play here and there with different players. And um, no, it's fun, but mostly USPA. And, um, but you want some tournaments. What did you tell us? Last last weekend with uh, my partner, Raul Ruiz, we won, well, my first ever uh, paddle tournament. So Good. Was that a 100? That was a 100. Good. Excellent. But it felt like a Roland Garros. Like a, like a like, yeah. <laughs> Who did you guys play against in the finals? Um, we played against uh, Gonza and um, and Jazz, I think. Nice. Yeah. So, Nico, I heard that um, on the USPA, they name you USPA national captain for the national team. One and seniors, two yeah. seniors. Tell us a little bit about this. That's super exciting. And, and we are seniors. You know, we are <laughs> well, the early bird seniors. <laughs> So we're so excited. I mean, tell us the details about that yeah. and, and all the things that you have to do as a captain. How would you say? I first got interested in the position of, of being the national coach for the seniors um, because I used to coach a lot of platform tennis. Um, and I saw everything that needs to go right for a team to succeed. So I wanted to take all my expertise in tennis, uh, platform tennis, and I used to do pickle as well. Um, into paddle and see how I could do. Um, this is a new challenge for me, so I probably am going to do mistakes. But um, I think that because of the passion that I have, we're going to have a very successful U.S. seniors team in uh, Pan Americans in December. Good. Nice. We nice, are nice. super, super excited uh, for, for you to be our captain because I'm part of the team. Seniors, 55 and over. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Senior citizens, 65 Senior and over. Citizens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Super exciting. So, Nico, tell us your best shot. Overhead. Favorite paddle? Adidas Metal Bone Hard.
favorite paddle, professional paddle player? At the moment, um, Coelho. 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 Golden point. Do you take it and do you let your partner take it? Depends where the service is coming from. Interesting. Very nice. I like the strategy, how you think about it. Uh, what's your worst shot? It's too many. Double, double, double one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's too many. I'm like, should I say this one? No, because in the next tournament, Just which like is me. happening like this weekend, everybody's going to try to do this. But uh, uh, double wall, either side wall back or back or inside. I always have trouble with, you know, okay. where to turn, how to turn. Favorite trick shot? Oof. Um, times four when it goes off the back wall. So when they hit an overhead and it's still coming, mm -hmm. to turn around and hit an overhead like this. Nice. Like a coil of I shot. like that, yeah, and the then, pro and side. Then I, can't, I can't feel my arm, but the whole next really day. good, yeah. <laughs> Do you prefer golden rule or not? Love it. You love it? Love it. Why? Because it makes the game more dynamic and it makes, and it, makes it more, puts a little bit more pressure into somebody. Which I like. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. This is a tough one. All right. Tennis or paddle? No, paddle. <laughs> I love it. Paddles. Paddle. Good. Now, even more on the spot. Ooh. Who is your favorite partner that you love to play with? My favorite partner to Best play chemistry, with. best, you know, you, you love to play with that guy. Beast mode, Raul Ruiz. All right, Raul Ruiz. Well done. <laughs> So I know you guys started this uh, this podcast, what, like four months ago, five months ago, and I've been following it. And I even like text Julian saying, Julian, I'm in the car or maybe this is my phone that's not working, but I can't listen to anything you guys say. You know, you guys have great, great um, people come in. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I can't hear anything. I need my audio to work. And, and Korean is like, Justin, we have a great equipment. It's probably your phone. <laughs> but um, <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, you know, good, I mean, excellent, man. So let's try spreading the word and all that. So yeah, you try know. to give exposure to paddle, and we're just like you. We love paddle. Yeah. It's unbelievable that you came down here to Miami just to play more paddle. And like, how, I mean, how was that? We're able to do that based on work, or I mean, or, or you just said, "Screw it, I'm coming down here." Or I man, that, that's pretty it's drastic. It's the second one. It's the second one. Screw it's it. It's for sure drastic. the second one. It's for sure the second one. Yeah. Um, I yeah. remember saying, you know, so I cool. ran into Nico when he was still working in New York. I said, don't tell anybody, but I'm moving to Miami. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell anybody, please. Don't tell anybody. That's true. <laughs> and That's did true. you get to go up to the new, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, sport, uh, sports house? Yeah. I did. I yeah, did. Yeah, I, we were, I was up there twice, and now it's officially open, which is yep. really great. Now, do you go back to Connecticut? Do you still have a home there, or yeah. are you just here? 100%? No, 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 100% here. Uh, I'm about to have my first baby in the next two weeks. So with my wife, we decided to come because we have family here and everything. So just like, you know, everything came together, and we are like, okay, Miami is the place. When when do you play? I pretty much practice every single day. Okay, which clubs do you play at? I play a lot at uh, Wynwood. I play a lot at uh, Real. Um, ultra open para life. So, what's your favorite club? My favorite club. Um, any indoor club is good. You know, you get out of the sun you in have, Miami. You so have, you know, you paddle, have to open paddle and ultra. Those are the three. So, which one of those <laughs> exactly. three is your favorite? Whoever has whoever whoever <laughs> yeah. has the open court available that the time that I want. Very political. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very very nice. Right. You know. All right, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> 
But Nico, I want to thank you so much for coming on Power Smash Academy. You know, I want to wish you all the luck. Okay? Thank you. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button and turn on your notifications. And remember, it's free 99. It doesn't cost you anything to hit that subscribe button. Thanks for tuning in to Paddle Smash Academy. We hope you'll find our videos informative, helpful in improving your game and learning all things paddle. So until next time, keep improving your game. And remember, learn, play, and share.